Welcome back to the drive-in with Dave and Anthony, episode 32. Part 2. Spider-Man Far From Home just got done with the movie. Uh, initial thoughts, what do you think? Well, be prepared for spoilers. Yeah, uh, spoiler heavy. I, I enjoyed this one, uh, I think more than the first, definitely. I agree with that. Uh, just now that he's got... I guess he's been fleshed out a little more and been in movies. It's nice to, you don't have to I like, guess, be able to... You don't really have to, like, build up the character. He could just kind of yeah. be... Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was way better than the first one. I think this was... This, this might be a question for later, but just think about if that was the best Spider-Man movie. I mean, it was pretty good, given we just got out yeah. of it. But Jake uh, Gyllenhaal was yeah. Let's talk fantastic. about let's talk about the villain in this Mysterio. So uh, again, spoilers: Mysterio is not <laughs> a good guy. He is a villain, like he is in the comics, and like we said in part one, that uh, he uses. Uh, tricks and uh, illusions to, to trick people. And in this case, it was drones, these hologram drones that actually created the elemental. So uh, these drones could shoot out like lasers and stuff. And they projected these, you know, fire monster and water monster and even Mysterio flying and doing all of the projection stuff is all part of this illusion. Yep. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it starts right off the very opening scenes, Mysterio fighting what the Earth mo Yeah, the Earth one in a small town in Mexico. Where that was a scene where you know you don't want any part of this. Maria and Nick Fury are there investigating, and then Mysterio shows up, and you get just that real quick introduction to him before yeah jumping ahead. Uh, they did uh. They start off with that the student news broadcast. <laughs> so we, we were we were wondering how they were going to kind of explain or deal with the fact that some people from they call it the blip, but the snap, yep. uh, are going to return, and then the other people that stayed on Earth are going to be five years older now, older than uh, them. So the one broadcaster was like, "Yeah, I, I after the blip, my younger brother was you know a couple older years than older me. than me." And then they have this. The student who was like some dork, and now he's just this, this suave yeah, guy. This beefcake. Yeah. Though I did find that weird. Why he? Why was he going on the trip with them? Yeah, he would have already like high school wouldn't. I mean, have high stopped. It wouldn't have yeah. stopped. Like he would have graduated been in college. Like so that was that was weird that he was going on that trip. But it was interesting. Uh, I mean, they have the fundraiser at the beginning, and Aunt May brings up that. She was snapped, and then when she came back, people were, we're living in her apartment. apartment. Yeah, and then they showed it, like, during the, uh, oh, the yeah. band practice, people were snapping out, and then they showed a basketball game, and the band was re, re like, coming back to They appeared right back where they left off. So that was so. kind of cool that they, like, showed that and explained it, you know, a little bit there and kind of answered some of those questions, uh. Couple parts that were weird that weren't in the movie. In the trailer, there's that scene. He has the Iron Spider suit, and he's fighting those guys. Yeah. And there's some cool webbing, and he's like, "You know, I'm too busy doing your guys' yeah. job to the cops." Uh, so that wasn't in in the movie at all. But uh, 
I mean, yeah, it starts off with uh, Spider-Man packing up to go to Europe and then getting contacted by Nick Fury and meeting up with with Quentin Beck. Yep, when they're when they're on their their school trip, Peter Parker's wanting to uh, tell MJ how he feels too. So that you know, plot is you know pretty in in the movie that you know he wants to tell her how he feels, uh, and then in the background is all of you know the superhero stuff. But uh, yeah, they they're in Venice, I think, is when they contact that water monster. Yep. Then he teams up with Beck for a little bit, but he doesn't have a suit. Another thing, too, is after that scene, he gets a stealth suit. I thought it would make him go invisible. Yeah, that was all it... But it was just a black suit. Like, he had, like, body armor. Yeah, I don't know if it was uh, a suit for him, so it wasn't a Spider-Man suit, because he I said... I think that he, was probably it, just so it, it didn't look like Spider-Man It would have been suit. cool to see the... But, and uh, another thing I realize that kind of... I mean, it's the problem you're going to... F- encounter with all these standalone movies is when he's talking to Fury, he says, well, what about like Thor? Oh, he's off world. What about Captain Marvel? Don't talk about her, but it's like, well, there's still a lot of other people. Well, that's what, I mean, even going back further, like after the first Avengers, it's Iron Man three. It's like, well, where's Captain America? Where's all the Avengers during this stuff? You know, uh, that's always a tough one to answer, but, uh, the glasses he gets from Stark, it is just another AI yeah. that gives Peter access to... Called Edith. What is it? Every... Even in death, I'm the hero. Even dead, I'm the hero. Yeah, which is pretty funny. And that controls, like, all of his technology and, like, global security and uh, is, like, a pretty cool tech piece. And after him and Beck team up to fight the fire monster, the fire elemental, they're having a drink and that was when I was questioning it they're in a bar together having a drink and I'm like well how is nobody they're wearing their costumes in there so I was like that's that's I didn't I I, I didn't think about that I was gonna bring it up like how how is that the case but then Peter hands over the glasses to Beck so he starts a lot yeah then Beck uh people start disappearing and then it's just Beck staff and it kind of dives back to I thought it was kind of cool how they implemented these past characters. Like yeah. Beck was at so the, in uh, M- the MIT Captain America Civil War. He or- was at the MIT speech. We find out Beck's the one who created that barf, barf, the augmented reality, uh, where Tony Stark was like reliving the last time he saw his parents, where he was like a young kid, like on the couch. Uh, and then what was the Tony- other one? Then. Iron Man one. That callback was crazy. Yeah, the scientist who. When uh, he's like, Obadiah uh, says, Tony Stark was, built this in a cave with a box of scraps. He's like, I'm not Tony Stark. That ends up being one of the guys. He's, that's he's on one of the team. bad guys, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was crazy because he got those glasses. And another theme is Peter Parker doesn't want to be Spider-Man. Like, he wants to be a normal kid. So uh, he, he wants to, like go back to normalcy, so he gives those glasses to Beck, to Mysterio, thinking he's a good person. And then it, it turns out that he's ended up being a villain. And there's some really cool shots of how, like, they created these scenarios of, like, you know, these monsters attacking, you know, that the Mexican village and Venice and stuff, and they're just able to use these drones that portray these holograms and... Uh, and there's a ton of drones, or else I don't 
it, it would have been tough to explain, but, like, they, like, trap the environment into, like, their world. Yeah. Because, like, going further, uh, Spider-Man figures out who Beck is, and then uh, Beck puts him through one of the coolest scenes in, like, any movie. Kind of it kind of, it, well, it reminded me of, like, Doctor Strange when he was... Going through the multiverse yeah, stuff. Yeah, all those different universes. That's what this was like. Just tons of different illusions that uh, Peter doesn't yeah. really... He's trying to navigate and doesn't know what's going on. So they, like... So Parker, like, meets up with Nick Fury and I can't remember what the country was, Berlin. Or is that a city? No, they were in the... Germany? Czech, Czech Republic, I uh, think. Uh, but he meets with Fury to go over and they're in this office and Fury's like... You know, who else knows? And then he ends up, like, evaporating him and Maria Hill. And then he realizes that this office, this building, was all projected into this reality. So it's kind of just an old abandoned warehouse. And then Peter Parker's being thrown thrown through the ringer of all of these different illusions. And he's, you know, like, showed him in the cemetery at one point with Tony Stark's... you know, half dead Iron Man suit coming out of the ground. There was like the mirror scene. Like it was, it was really well done and trippy while in the real world, he's just bouncing through and getting thrown through this old abandoned warehouse. But I guess going back to the Beck reveal, I get, I I don't really, I still don't like, he's upset with that Stark fired him and has like this technology, but his plan is just to become like to make everybody love him to be a superhero, but it, I get I just I don't know what his ultimate goal is. Like there's still yeah. Avengers out there. See, that's the, going to like the the villainry. Like uh, Jake Gyllenhaal played it so good. He looked cool. Uh, there was some like Jake Gyllenhaal like even Nightcrawler esque performance yeah. in there. Like he really took control of that character. But as far as like the motive. It's just like he, he like he mentioned all his people becoming rich, but it, it's but like Iron Man three, it was kind of similar where what's his name was left on the roof, uh, and then Iron Man didn't or Tony Stark didn't like meet up with him, and he's like yeah you know becomes you know powerful to destroy him, but his I mean Beck didn't want to destroy yeah, him. He Stark, just wanted well, to Stark's do- dead. He just wanted his tech to become look like, like his- the best Avenger because yeah. he was talking about like having an Avenger level threat. Yeah. And that's what he was leading this up to. Then he would just be like power, the most, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Cause again, there's still real people, you know, Scarlet witch is still around. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the ultimate goal was, but it, it was cool call, uh, just to like the comic book universe. When he was explaining it, he said, this earth is earth six, one six. And he's from earth eight, eight something. But, uh, I just recently watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. 616 is like the main... I think so. Commu- or yeah, continuity. Continuity. Uh, the the old washed-up Spider-Man is from Earth 616, the okay. normal one, yeah. which is kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's that's his, his ultimate goal, to have this big event, so... Uh, Peter's able to get a hold of Happy. Happy picks him up, and yeah, that scene was cool because it was really reminiscent to Iron Man One, where uh, Peter Parker's creating a new Iron Man suit, and it's a lot of hologram yep. type things, like 
how Tony Stark created his first suits and he puts the webs through his hand that kind of looked like he was putting the phase blasters on. Happy plays back in black. Yeah, the ACD song. Uh, that was that was a cool callback. That was I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then yeah, Peter goes to find Beck and uh, I mean he just kind of just takes him down. Like, yeah, I mean he's ultimately able to stop him, able to get by the illusions. Oh, and by using his uh, spider. Uh, his Peter sense, Tingle. His Peter Tingle. So that was cool. That that part at the end where Beck is pretending to be on the ground. And then you hear that gunshot, and you see Peter Parker yeah, go like this, and to, to the real back, he was going to shoot him. That was that was cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as we were talking about earlier, like wanting to see him use his webs and fly around more, I was pretty satisfied. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of good action shots of him, especially at that last scene where he's you know cruising through New York City with his phone. You kind of get that selfie picture yeah. from you know. Like the video game. The video game and just, you know, classic uh, Spider-Man there. That was cool seeing him fly. Just like using his webs kind of differently and I thought that was really cool. What did you think of the post-credit scenes? Two post-credit scenes. The first one you get introduced to J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons reprising his role. What does that mean? That's what I was wondering, you know. If he was in it, I was wondering, well, you know, maybe the multiverse. Because like I said, I I read that spoiler that he was reprising the role. So I was like, oh, maybe the multiverse thing is real. Or are they just like throwing him in there? I think it's just because he did such a good job with the original. I don't know. I don't think it'll have any tie. I liked how they did it, like how they did it in the video game where he's like on the screen and talking, you know, to a camera. It's not just like the newspaper uh what do you think that means though? Like now his identity's out. Well, yeah, Beck J- Jameson plays a video. It's being broadcast over New York. It's Beck on the bridge, uh, saying Spider-Man went rogue. He was able to defeat the Elemental. Spider-Man went rogue, took over Tony Stark's and, drones, and, and he was able to cut together when when Peter's asked by Edith, "Do you want to cancel the?" And he said, "Yeah, execute the e- execute the order or whatever." Yeah, um, he clips it so it sounds we're like we're made to believe like Peter saying execute everybody yeah. with the drones. But well, that then, was a cool part too because when Beck's hologram was going off, the guy was like, well, "How are we going to explain this?" And he's like, "I have a so this must have been that yeah. contingency plan." But then he reveals uh, Peter's identity for everybody. Says who he is. It's Peter Parker. So. Do you think this is going to be the end? This will be the end of like any of the high school stuff, right? It would have to be. I mean, unless he's able to, you know, it moves forward. Obviously, him going to school and stuff is a big part of his identity. So I can't imagine he just not be in college. You know, somehow he's going to have to manage with everybody knowing who he is. How do you how do you feel? Because growing up in comics. The secret identity was such a big part of the characters, and it was cool in the MCU because Spider-Man was probably the only character that has a secret identity, right? Yeah, because in the Civil War comic, he reveals himself. He's on Tony's side. He doesn't do it this time, but yeah, I don't really know what the implication is going to be. I mean, people know, obviously, in this universe that superheroes exist, this Stuff's always happening around New York, I like think the first Avengers, so yeah. I, I'm not sure how much of... 
And I think we've seen enough of like him hiding it in high school that we don't really need to see yeah. too much of the that side. But I think to me, it just seems like they're going to move forward more with just him being Spider Man now. And, and I wonder thing. if that'll change the dynamic between like him and Flash. Interesting part is when they get picked up at the airport. Flash is being picked up by a driver, and he asks, "Yeah, we, my mom couldn't make it." Why his mom couldn't be there? Like, is, yeah. there, is that something? I don't know if that's a thing in in like in the comics with him, him not having or his parents not being around, or because I mean, there's so many flashes. They're just Thompson. trying to make you feel more sympathetic for him. So when we move forward, you're okay with him. Yeah, being like a bully, but or, he wasn't too much of a. He wasn't as bad as he was yeah. in the first one, but I mean, are they going to move forward with him being like? you know, the the black Spider-Man with the cancer suit or then, like, the Flash Thompson with the symbiote, like... Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, okay, his Jordan parents aren't around, so maybe he'll, you know, okay, after high school, just to say, screw, screw you to his parents join the military. Yeah, you I know? don't know. Maybe he'll get his act together. He's not living off his parents' money, so... <sighs> also, I'm a little disappointed, and I hate to keep, you know, throwing darts, but... No Harry Osborn, no Oscorp stuff, which is a huge part of Spider-Man lore. Like maybe just as important as Spider-Man himself. I mean, I'm I'm okay with it because we've had two franchises now where that that's was a good a, point. Kind of a big focus. So, are you okay with them using kind of these second tier villains? I mean, second tier like not the Goblin, not Doc Ock, not yeah. Venom, Carnage. Like, I like that. That's the the route they're taking. I agree. I think it's cool seeing these characters that we're not, you know, too familiar with. And, and I think that's part of the reason to keep, like, the Osbournes out of it for now is, you know... Because we've seen it we've before, seen like them, you said. So it's, yeah. it's new. Uh, what do you think of the second post credit scene? Second post credit scene, that's uh, Fury and Maria Hill are driving together. And then all of a sudden they, like, decloak and it's they're the scrolls from... From Captain Marvel. From Captain Marvel, the whatever the main actor was. Talos. Yeah, Talos. And his wife. So uh, they're just they're filling in for Fury. Who, Fury and Hill. Then we change to Fury on the beach. He ends up getting up. It's a hologram of the beach, and he's on a giant spaceship with all the other scrolls. And, so, I mean, we haven't read anything because we just got out of the movies, but I'm, we were talking like we know that some of the scrolls are good. But are they setting up, like, a scroll invasion, you know, storyline right now? Uh, like we talked about earlier. Like, they didn't, they haven't really set up too much for as far as, like, villains. Well, and that's what I think could have been. I mean, when they revealed themselves, they revealed themselves to be on Fury's side. Yeah. You know, it would have been interesting if maybe they did that. And they're like, oh, he, he bought, bought it. it. And yeah. then they weren't working together, you yeah. know. So... I don't. I honestly have no idea what it means, what the reason for it was, but obviously, I mean, there's. It's a setup for the next Captain Marvel, or no, I mean, it, or something. Speaking of like, you know, them masquerading around like that, it's like even with this movie with Mysteria, you know, doing it to us a few times, where it's a hologram and it's not really the person you think. It's like. We're going to have to be thinking about that now going forward. That is this really that well, person? Well, that's what I don't, I don't care for that that much to the whole it's time. Too, it's like, oh, it, it wasn't, you know, it's, they can use that to explain. It's too or, easy. Yeah. yeah. It's too smoke and mirror. And it just, it's a disservice to the fans. I, I and I it's totally kind of agree crazy. with that because 
I mean, with this, it, it was, they were there this whole time. So Fury and Hill weren't actually in this movie. They were the scroll versions of themselves. For and sure. That's the only thing, like you said, a disservice. And it's like, well, I just, at, at this point in time, we don't know why. What was the reason for it? Mm-hmm. You know, it added nothing to the movie. And it, all it did was take away, like, oh, so Fury's just screwing off in space while all this stuff's going on. Yeah. You know? Especially after the events of Endgame, it's like now he's just off planet doing doing whatever. Well, but now that I think about it, though, Captain Marvel was in the '90s, so now this is present time so, with the scrolls are yeah. still so they must have been working, around or, but they must have still been good with Fury because Fury like okayed them to. So hold on, hold on. So say that again. So. That Captain Marvel started in the nineties. I'm what if Nick Fury left to go off world and he left Talos just to be Nick Fury this entire time? <laughs> I, that would be. I mean, that would suck. But it'd be crazy. I mean, maybe. You know, because like you said, he's like, off planet looking for Captain Marvel because all he had was the beeper. So maybe that's what he was doing. He's out searching for. Her, but now, obviously, End Games happened. This is after End Game, so. He was able to reach her. Yeah, She's back. I, there's there's like too much stuff well, that they. It's, it's at this point. It's we're just gonna have to wait and see what what their what their goal is with it. What they're trying to accomplish by having that happen. Uh, same director from the first one, right? I'm not sure. I was wondering that. I would assume John Watts. Yeah, he did both of them. There were some cool fucking shots of like POV shots from like the drone footage when he's like flying around. Yep. It was cool. Uh, that scene where he's uh, parachuting down was pretty badass. Like, I thought it was filmed pretty good. And, yeah. Uh, Storyline. The story was, was perfect. Did you have any gripes with it? Anything that kind of stuck out that you're like, okay, that... I guess, again, my main thing is... is I, I just don't understand what Beck's motivations... Like, why? Because even... Because his, his plan was, again, to become... I guess the biggest superhero on the planet which if they're ever attacked again he's screwed but that's a very good point but he wants to, he, his plan was to kill fury and hill he he didn't want to kill peter but he was going to because peter figured out he it was all a ruse but it's like and then what, what's the point of him revealing peter's identity like why does he hold this grudge against him just ultimately he just wanted to be known as the greatest superhero. And by putting that video out, he's able to turn everybody and keep yeah the public on his side, even but though he's, he's dead, dead now. Yeah. So. See, that's the thing too. It's like, okay, I can kind of understand if he was waiting for Tony Stark's death to come out, uh, just cause of, of all of this. Uh, be- I mean, to going to the- the- but it almost seemed like he was waiting just to get those fucking glasses. Like how, well, did that's you what know? they wanted. Yeah. He wanted the glasses to access, all of Stark's tech, but yeah, how how did he know that these were a thing? Because isn't in the comics, was it like Mysterio, like a failed magician or something yeah, like that? He was that? like a visual effects guy. It was, yeah, like it wasn't... Uh... Like, you know, going to, to Homecoming, we understood Vulture because Stark took over Vulture's cleanup. That's why Homecoming isn't as good as this, but the Vulture is one of the best villains because yeah. you, at some points, you're kind of like Get his point of view. You're like, okay, like you're doing this for your family. Yeah, and he's they, making money, and, and then they Stark, fucking screwed you in the beginning. Like 
So and he wasn't out there killing people. Well, like I mean, he, I, he, we brought that up. He did. He had yeah. a couple where it seemed off, but yeah, this one, his Beck's motivations were just I didn't fully understand what the goal was. Again, yeah, if, if there's have, a future, a future attack, then he's going to be found out. And what if you would have? What if we would have saw like the elemental? And it's so easy to do this, but like. The movie goes on. Mysterio's a good guy, but then the last part of the movie, he like takes those glasses off, and then everything comes like. I don't know. Would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He, I think that's probably the biggest gripe. Just I feel like he could have been flushed out a little better. Just as far as like intent, like what's his goal? Like yeah. what was like, like why did he want to do all this, and what was you know? I just want there to. I mean. They explained it. I just want there to be more reason behind other than I want everybody to see me. You know, I want to be the next Tony Stark is essentially what but this whole the, plan it, was. But it just doesn't make sense because you wouldn't go – like like you said earlier, like if you want to be known as the next Tony Stark, like what happens when another threat comes? You're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah, and it seems like he could have met up with Fury and like, hey – Spider-Man even said that. He's like, he's just a guy – I, I know Again, this... like, if Mysterio was fighting, like, I don't know, like, his, that tech was pretty good. Like, he could get them in an illusion. He could be all right in a fight. Well, that's what I thought, and that's kind of what I thought at first, too. I thought he had, I thought his suit was, like, a Stark suit, but mm-hmm. instead it was just he's in a mocap suit the whole time, and he's not actually flying around. So, I mean, he seemed like a smart guy that could have been useful with the stuff he had, but. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I I would kind of. I would agree with that. I mean, he looked cool. He was acted really well, but just his motives weren't like as like his goal didn't match the motives. But I mean, I at the end of it though, obviously the big implications of Spider Man's identity be, being revealed, and if go, I mean, going forward, it's like how hard would it be for Peter to prove his innocence or to have like shield on his side to say, you know, no, he, that's not what happened, but yeah, there's no proof because when he was walking with this suit, it was just the bottom down. It didn't show his face in the suit in, in the Spider-Man suit. He wanted, again, when Peter was fighting the last elemental, he was disabling drones. So the illusion was becoming undone. Yeah. And I feel like somebody would have had video of that somewhere. Especially, you know, in Europe, they got cameras everywhere. So yeah. it's like, well, look at this. Why is this being de- like? What is he fighting? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, like we said earlier, this was kind of the cap of the Infinity Saga, which it, it didn't feel like that. Like the beginning felt like a closure. Yeah, but it also felt like after the first fifteen minutes, okay, we're in the new MCU. Yep, like exactly. this is all new, and it was refreshing. Like uh, it was. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It yeah. was some shit we've never seen before. The Mysterio illusion scenes were so good. Uh, well, and it's just, again, going back, it's nice having him established. You know, in the first one, there's, like, his reveal to Ned that he's Spider-Man. And in this one, it's everybody who needs to know knows he's Spider-Man yeah. until ultimately there was, the MJ reveal. There but, was a part during the illusions... Where Tony Stark's grave comes up. I thought they were going to do a Ben Parker flashback there. But I was like, okay, how would he know about... How would Beck know about that? But that would have been yeah. kind of... Okay, 
we all know about it. This would have been a good chance to introduce that, okay, this did happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. It would have been nice to see that first scene, though, from the trailer. I'm wondering why they cut it out. It just wasn't necessary. It, it, it definitely wasn't. It would have just been... It's just a funny scene to see him in action. But yeah. Again, he's established, so it's, you know don't need to see him doing that stuff in New York. And I'm, I mean, I'm glad they jumped right into it, him getting ready for the trip and them getting over there. And yeah, as far as like pacing the wise, the movie felt good. It didn't feel like it was too long. It didn't feel like any parts really dragged. No. The, the humor was sprinkled in perfectly. The action was good. Yep. Even like the heart moments were perfect. And, you know, they set you up with some good heart. Then the joke comes in right after like, they did a good job of leveling that out, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, it kind of felt it kind of felt like a teen uh, romantic comedy with like a superhero background yeah. to it, with a super Oscar, uh, you know, nominated actor behind the villain. Cause yeah, Jesus, he really brought it as far as acting for that. I mean, what you're saying about the villainry, about the motives, and like the goal, that had nothing to do with. Jake Gyllenhaal's yeah. performance. It was just kind of in the writing and kind of the... Well, and that's what's unfortunate is that at the moment that we know he's dead because I'd love to see him. That's what kind of sucks. That's been the, the biggest thing about villains is you only get one movie. Like, your best villains, you know, you, you want to see them get fleshed out and then... We talked about... tough. The episode part one of this. I wish they would have been something with like the vulture to mm -hmm. at least see that he's still around or that that's or going to be their goal. Like that post credit scene, you know, they have, maybe they're showing that in prison or something. And he's like, and it, you know, it cuts to him right there with like a smile. Yeah. On his face. Yeah. Something like that. Just to let us know that they're still there. Like, uh, because I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how far or, you know, how many movies they're planning on making the standalone Spider-Man in this universe. And he's already done two. You're going to assume they're going to trilogy it. They'll definitely get a third one out of it. They'll do a third one, and then I'm sure he's got... A team-up movie. God, he's been in a lot of movies. If you think of Civil War, Homecoming, Infinity War, Endgame. This is Far From Home. That's five. Five now, so... I mean, you would think he's probably he probably could do three more. I mean, it, not, again, so, it depends. He's 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 twenty three right now. It's obviously how many years was it between this and Homecoming? Two or three? Say that again. How many years between this movie and Homecoming? Homecoming. Five years at least. That's no. That's when they were filmed. Oh, I'm saying just. Talking from Tom Holland's age. Oh, yeah. If he does three more movies, two to three years in between movies, I mean, he's going to be in his 30s. He'll probably be exactly 30. But, I mean, that's like any... Scarlett Johansson was like 24 when she did Iron Man 2. And then... Yeah. Like, Thor, like... And I mean, they were like 30. And, like, now they're all... Like, you know, that's a... But, like, that's to your point, though. It's like, they're going to be... But maybe they go with, like, again, the Spider-Verse that, you know... He's he's older. He's you know well, that's didn't what, work out with MJ, and, and I think that's why they they did that. They chose to reveal his identity. Okay, like he's not in high school anymore. Yeah. We're done with this. He's going to be out there fighting crime, and then we're going to deal with some like more adult themes, I guess, because we've done the secret. I don't know. Maybe that's what they're thinking. But I mean, I like the 
I, I guess now that I think about it, I mean, the J. Jonah Jameson reveal's nice, but now is that going to be a focus point, like in the first the Sam Raimi trilogy, where he's, you know, trying to make Spider-Man to seem the bad guy, yeah. and... I think yeah, that's I what know. it kind of sounded like. Or if that's just kind of a fun callback, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know where, you know, when the next, we're going to get the next one, or anything like that, so... Yeah, I, and it's kind of cool that we don't have, like, the... Oh, these movies are coming out this day, like, it's kind of cool to just think about it and kind of just, you know, wonder, yeah. uh, what do you think, what would you give this as far as a rating? Oh, I'd probably 90. I'd like to see, I'd, I don't know what I gave Homecoming when we did that movie. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to go back and listen to it. It's definitely better than Homecoming, yeah, so I don't want to, Whatever like, I gave Homecoming, I mean, I would put this a little bit higher than that. Yeah, if, whatever I gave Homecoming, I'd probably give this, like, four to five percent higher in my opinion uh rotten tomato so probably like 90 yeah probably around 90 yeah and it's at 91 percent with 30 312 reviews that's just i'm wondering what did homecoming get it got a 92 it did yeah because at the time wasn't it the highest one of the highest rated marvel movies i think it was just one of the highest like spider-man movies okay uh to wrap this up, as far as all of the Spider-Man movies go, uh, what would you place this? Oh, we still got to do our MCU rankings, but I'd have. I mean, Spider-Verse number one. Yeah, Spider-Verse one. I'd have to go back and Spider-Man two. Watch the Sam Raimi. It'd probably be top three. Yeah, this um, would be in my top three, easy without. I think. But what would round you, because you would have this into the Spider-Verse, and what would be your other third in your top three? <sighs> Spider-Man. God, I hate to... I know the Garfield ones get trashed, but they're Yeah, they're I'd say so maybe, maybe like Spider-Man 1, then, I don't know, Amazing Spider-Man 2. 2, I would agree with that. Just the MJ death scene, definitely. The MJ de- death scene definitely, I think, bumps that one up, just that they went and did that. Uh, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy, yeah. sorry, yeah. So, yeah, for sure. And just, like, how he was flying and using his webs and, like, the suit. That was, to me, that's still the best suit out of all the movies. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I don't... I don't got, I don't got much more. I don't, I don't have anything got, else. I mean... We got a few movies coming up, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I guess as far as kind of blockbusters, well, super, super superhero movies, though, this is going to be our last one for a while that I can think of. Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I really don't yeah, know. What, yeah, that's a good question. What what movies are J- Joker? I guess in the fall, but Wonder Woman next year. Joker, I wouldn't say is a superhero movie you know yeah 2020 is black widow birds of prey wonder woman uh yeah i think it might just be uh the joker october yeah so we only have that's kind of crazy yeah and then we don't have a one until next february as far as mcu goes i mean is it next year is that what they're well, they're filming Black Widow now, which I sent you some of those 
I don't know if that's Taskmaster. Yeah. I don't know who that uh, that is. And then I know uh, they're going to start going into pre-production for I think Doctor Strange and Immortals and Guardians Three. Well, when's Black Panther Two and Captain Marvel Two in know, the mix? Probably twenty twenty one. Wow. Because uh, I know. Uh, James Gunn, they're just going into production for Suicide Squad. Yep. So then after that would be Guardians 3. Yep. And then you got to still think, like, are they going to do another Thor movie? Are they going to do, uh, you know, uh, Falcon, Captain America movie? Or if it's just going to be, I mean, are they just focusing on TV right now? I think that might be See, what they're... That'd be kind of... Because that's actually, now that I think about it, Disney Plus is in like October or November. That's a good point. So that's probably, they're probably... I'd imagine that. one of those, one of these shows is going to be kind of the flagship for the release. They got to have something to make people come like they to the service. Yeah, or else people would be watching all the other ones. Yeah, you, like, can't, you can't start it without having a big time Marvel show uh, like that. I'm wondering, a part of me is like kind of glad that they're not doing like... Captain America and stuff like give us something new yeah. it's like it's kind of comfortable seeing you know these same characters that's but, very true uh, again give me X-Men give me Fantastic Four like how are they gonna like we were talking you know the other day like the multiverse if that would have been true that's is that how you yeah. introduce these characters and uh, I don't know I mean apparently I've been reading rumors that they're gonna do a Fantastic Four but it's gonna be set in like the 1960s so then, like, do they just are they just die from old age, or like, so they're not in recent times? Like, that's well, and that's what's then you then you waste a good villain. If but you're but that's it. what's tough too about if you go that far back is you got to somehow make the movie fit, fit into the, the last established 30, yeah, yeah the, the past ten years of movies for so. sure. <sighs> I think you, uh, yeah, I I don't know how they introduced that. The snap would have been, you know, like... It did like you said, like, well, Fury says it, it, it created a ripple yeah. and, okay, perfect, mm -hmm. but, you know, I think you've mentioned it before, maybe that is what they'll do with the X-Men, you know, after the snap happened, some people came back with and... like, the X-Gene yeah, or something. something yeah. mutated in them, so, you know, maybe that's the route they go, I'd be... It's... I'd be cool with it, but... Yeah, uh, it's... It, they're gonna do something creative with it, we know that, and it's gonna be fun you're just, to watch. But you just, I mean, you're juggling... Juggling so much, but I guess you can. Everything. I mean, I guess you focused on like Marvel and the Avengers, so maybe then the you next slate of movies is focusing on X Men, and then yeah, you have a, a crossover, you X know, X Men versus, versus Avengers. Avengers. See, that's that to to your point. Like, yeah, have like this MCU can you know continuity, and then you have like the X Men and Fantastic Four. They're all in the same universe. But they're, all, I, but they're all kind of going their own separate ways. X-Men's different in the fact that they're they're mutants, mm -hmm. right? You know, they have these latent abilities that they're able to have. Fantastic Four, they just, they need to throw them into the main Marvel yeah. MCU. They, they can't, they can't, I, I don't think they should do their own spinoff. They need to jump them that's how in. it's been fucked yeah. up this last, like, they just can't get it right. And it's like, how do you get the Guardians right? This family that's like <sighs> characters you don't know shit about. I and just we can't do a good. I Fantastic just feel Fantastic Four. Four. Just, I think their abilities are just. It's like corny or what? I guess Mister Fantastic mainly. Just is, being able to stress like, how do you show that, and how is that going to be? They've cool done it in the Fantastic Four, and it, it's corny. It doesn't look good. So, 
Yeah. I mean, think of yeah, think about all of our supers now. Like their powers aren't really far out there. Yeah. Super strength. We have speed, like laser, you know, manipulations, and that's really it. It's the. I mean, they need Doctor Doom. That's kind of the main thing. I guess thing. Doctor Strange is kind of a different yeah. character, but uh, I wonder. Like, I would love to see like the MCU office and just see like their whiteboard of like yeah. what a part of me does, and a part of me just wants to sit back and wait. But yeah, uh, yeah, I just kind of the waiting game now. It's they, they finished this first slate now. Who knows how many years for anything else to come <laughs> together, but. I know it's going to be nice to see the, that next MCU trailer and get pumped for that because we're kind of in reboot mode and you know the DC universe didn't they fuck their shit up. This would have been their perfect opportunity to start throwing in all of their good stuff. Yeah, I mean, they got to get their stuff figured out. But I guess you know as far as this goes, it's a, I guess like you said, first fifteen minutes or so are good fitting end cap to and, uh, end game, and then the rest yeah. is a good. We're in phase four. Yeah, good start for phase four. So definitely, definitely get out and see it. Yeah, go see it. Highly recommended. Uh, not going to have anything for a while, so yep, enjoy uh, it. All right. You got anything else? That's it. All right. We'll catch you guys next time.